nobody wants Mason Rudolph as the starting quarterback except the Steelers brass. What do we make of this? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Stellas, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. It's understandable that Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert declared Mason Rudolph the team's starting quarterback if the season began now. After all, Rudolph is the only quarterback currently under contract to the Steelers. But it was a bridge too far in the city of bridges when Colbert added that he's excited to see what Rudolph can do as the Steelers quarterback. That comment brought an all-out revolt among Steelers Nation. How could the Steelers' brain trust even ponder trotting out Rudolph, who they view as an already failed experiment, to follow up the Hall of Fame career of Big Ben Roethlisberger? Ryan Clark, the vocal ex-Steeler with a national ESPN platform, blasted the idea as none other than Steelers' heresy. A Rudolph-led Steelers team would no longer be his Steelers or those of longtime Steelers faithful. Even NFL defensive MVP T.J. Watt is on record pining for Pittsburgh to bring in a winning quarterback in 2022. This all but undercut Rudolph as the Steelers starter to begin the season. But here's the thing. Watt began his career and Clark played all of his during the ultimate luxury of the Ben Roethlisberger era. That's when the Steelers enjoyed one of the top five passers in the league season in and season out. That was the aberration, not Steelers starters on par with mediocre Mason Rudolph. For much of its history, the Steelers have been content to trot out caretaker quarterbacks and play good defense and run the football to scratch out wins. The line of mediocre Steelers quarterbacks in keeping with Mason Rudolph is legion. Cliff Stout, Mark Malone, Bubby Brister, touchdown Tommy Maddox, even Super Bowl 30 Steelers quarterbacks Neil O'Donnell and Cordell Stewart were far closer to the Rudolph mold than the Sterling Roethlisberger standard. So the consensus developing that the Steelers will indeed start Mason Rudolph in 2022 merely heralds a return to this Steelers philosophy. The fact that the team has now brought in fired Miami head coach Brian Flores to bone up the defense only strengthens this view. Indeed, if one examines Colbert's actual unedited comments on the QB situation, it reveals few good options for replacing Roethlisberger in 2022. Here is what Colbert said. Quote, we have confidence in Mason Rudolph. If we were to start a season today, that's Coach Tomlin's decision. But if we started a season today, Mason would be our starter. And we're excited to see where that can go. We're excited to see what's next for Mason. And if we add to that position, we're going to look at every possible avenue as we really do for every other position. But again, a quarterback is unique, unquote. The big tell is that last line. Quarterback is unique. 
as in not easily to fill. There are few good options available to the Steelers, and Colbert knows it. The free agents the Steelers could sign include the likes of Mitch Trubisky and Bridgewater. They may deserve another shot as NFL starters, but they don't generate much excitement either. Indeed, the known quantity of Rudolph, who at least is very familiar with the Steelers' playbook, even if he can't always execute the plays, would enjoy a leg up. The Steelers also likely will resign Dwayne Haskins to provide some competition, but last year Haskins, a former first-round pick, never lived up to the opportunity he was being given in Pittsburgh. That leaves the draft. Many prognosticators believe the quarterbacks the Steelers desire will be gone by their pick at number 20. Even if the knock on Kenny Pickett's small hands sends the pit product tumbling down the draft board, he's unlikely to be ready to start the season. This is why all the Steelers' signs point to Rudolph under center this September. Yeah, it leaves an unappetizing taste in the mouth. There's no sense the Steelers are ready to move on and compete for their stated goal of a Super Bowl in 2022. If anything, it already has the feeling of a lost season, even before it begins. But that's the thing. It is just beginning. The 2022 team hasn't really begun to take shape. Steelers will review their own free agents before looking to the wider NFL market in order to strengthen their team. And boy, does it need strengthening, especially along the offensive line, which will need bolstering to recharge that running game, a key for any upstart quarterback. Meanwhile, the defensive line in the middle linebacker position needs either existing Steelers like Stephon Tuitt and Devin Bush to step up in 2022 or replacements to fill the void or both, all in order to stop opponents from running the football down the Steelers' throats. As always, they need help in the secondary, too. It is a pass-first league, after all, and the AFC is blessed with plenty of young, prolific quarterbacks, even if the Steelers aren't. Again, the bottom line is the defense must improve its play. Outside acknowledged Steelers superstars T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward, the rest of the defense has much room to improve. In all likelihood, it will. This will only place more of a focus and increased pressure on that offense, particularly the quarterback. And there is no QB pressure cooker like Pittsburgh fans. Expect the Mason Rudolph within the 412 area code to only intensify. In fact, he could be the most hated stealer in history. It's already gotten that bad. Nobody wants to see him on the field starting for the Steelers. Nobody but perhaps General Manager Colbert, who mistakenly assigned a first round grade to Rudolph back when he drafted him in the third round. At the time, Colbert was crowing that the Steelers got a steal. Rudolph was quickly anointed as Big Ben's heir apparent. All that fizzled when Ben went down early in the 2019 season, and Rudolph faltered, then was replaced by undrafted Duck Hodges. Mediocre Mason's lone appearance in 2021 certainly didn't bolster his starting QB credentials. He played the lonely Detroit Lions to an unsatisfying tie at home at the end of overtime. 
And when I say play, I use that term generously. No wonder Rudolph has burned his bridges with the Steelers fans, even before he really got a full chance to be the established starter coming into a full offseason and regular season. Maybe, hey, just maybe, Mason could rewrite history. Most in Pittsburgh don't want to give him the chance. But again, most people aren't who counts. The Steelers brass, led by Colbert, will make the call at QB. And there likely will be little choice but to make Mason Rudolph QB number one in your program, if not in your hearts. This is no way to begin the offseason. Hell, it's no way to begin the regular season. But this is the state of your uninspiring 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers. Say it ain't so, but it is. Hear much more on Colbert, the QB situation, the surprising Brian Flores hire, and the Steelers offseason strategy in this plugged-in edition of your Steelers Update podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. It will be jam-packed with plenty of memes bringing Pittsburgh's Mason misery to life. Read it and weep and get a laugh or two along the way. I mean, it's either laugh or cry, isn't it? Right now, let's get right to it. So what do we make of Colbert's comment seemingly bracing a restless Steelers nation for the second coming of Mason Rudolph as starter? Well, it likely means that it's going to happen. Here's the astute take from Mark Caboli with The Athletic. He writes, Colbert is telling us all the Steelers won't, quote, sell out to replace Ben Roethlisberger in 2022. He writes, quote, If you are holding out hope that the Steelers will take their unusually large chunk of free agency money, more money than they've ever had in the 30-year history of free agency, and plop it down for one of the experienced and high-priced quarterbacks who could be available via trade, you might as well forget it. Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert spent the better part of 25 minutes being non-committal on just about every quarterback question thrown his way, except for two. He has limited to no interest in taking on a hefty quarterback salary that would adversely affect decision when it comes to building the roster out. And the organization views Mason Rudolph as the starter at this point of the offseason. Colbert said it's unlikely the Steelers will draft a quarterback and also acquire a mid-level QB in free agency. It would be one or the other, if any. Quote, we always look at trades. We always look at unrestricted groups, potential cuts down the road and make those comparisons and compare what it's going to cost us either from a draft compensation or from a free agency cap availability decision and what that would do to the rest of your team, Colbert said. So the more quarterbacks would create better competition, but is it going to be realistically workable? I don't think so, unquote. So there you have it right from Colbert's mouth. Now, Caboli reports the Steelers are kicking the tires on QBs available in the 2022 draft, and they've been doing it like they haven't since Ben Roethlisberger arrived in 2004. Quote, we kind of knew this would be Ben Roethlisberger's last season, and not that we ever scouted that position before, but we spent a lot of time evaluating that position, myself included, Colbert said. Of all the top guys, we've seen them play live several times, 
So we're trying to do everything that we have done, and we haven't done anything differently, unquote. So as for those reports that Steelers were smitten with Liberty's Malik Willis at the Senior Bowl, well, Caboli says Colbert might have thrown some cold water on that notion. He writes this, quote, Either Colbert allowed a peek into what the organization thinks of the strong-arm yet inaccurate playmaking quarterback, or he was engaging in some gamesmanship when asked what is a potential deal-breaker when evaluating a quarterback. Colbert answered this way, quote, inaccuracy. I think if you study quarterbacks over history, accuracy at the collegiate level is usually a great indicator of accuracy at the professional level, albeit in a different game. They're all going to be different sizes. They're all going to have different arm talent. They're all going to have different athletic abilities. But if you ask me one thing that I think can identify a potentially tough quarterback, it would be accuracy, unquote. So given all that, what is the Steelers' bottom line at the NFL's most important position for 2022? Here's Caboli summing it all up. Quote, with Colbert heading out the door following the draft, the last thing he's going to do is end his 22-year career running the Steelers' personnel department by ignoring his own philosophy, that being draft for want and not need and worry about what is current and not what is next. The Steelers will keep their options open, but if you ruled out an expensive trade and a high-priced free agent, because of what it might do to the rest of the roster building process, that leaves the mid-level free agents like Mitchell Trubisky, Tyrod Taylor, or maybe Jacoby Brissett, who are less prepared versions of Rudolph. It all leads back to the Steelers going with Mason Rudolph in 2022. That is right from Caboli, and again, right from Colbert, who said as much in those quotes that we started the column with. And it's great stuff from Caboli, as always. But there you have it, Steelers Nation. QB number one in your program, if not your hearts, Mason Rudolph. It's looking like that. Hey, and despite Steelers Nation being way down on the Rudolph situation, Colbert's comment that he's so excited to see what Rudolph can do, radio host and columnist Ron Cook says the just-begun Steelers offseason has him feeling optimistic. He writes this glass-half-full take for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Quote, the hiring of Flores might be Mike Tomlin's best coaching personnel move. Flores spent 11 seasons with New England's incomparable Bill Belichick, the best in the business. He's been a successful defensive coordinator, Super Bowl champion as coordinator. Kevin Colbert was saying about Flores this week. He's been a successful head coach. I'm sure there are things he can add to our team, unquote. Those are Colbert on Flores. Flores can make one of his more significant contributions by coaching up Devin Bush and helping him become the player the Steelers thought he would be when they traded up to draft him at number 10 overall in 2019. Bush was horrible last season, a major reason the Steelers had the NFL's worst run defense. It would be inaccurate to say that he didn't fight off a block all season, but he didn't fight off many. Even former teammate Vince Williams, in a series of tweets, 
is asking fans and media to ease up on Bush because of his major knee surgery in October 2020. Williams pointed out that Bush could be making more of an effort. Quote, I know Devin can play better because he has played better, all but when he was younger and healthier, Colbert said. Bush was playing well until his injury in the fifth game of that 2020 season and had showed impressive signs as a rookie the year before. Maybe he wasn't on Ryan Shazier's level, Cook writes, but he gave the Steelers hope that they had found Shazier's replacement. Quote, it's not unusual for someone coming off an ACL not to be 100% right away, Colbert said. We're hoping that he can come back and have a better 2022, unquote. Cook concludes this way, just how much the Steelers believe Bush will be better with a stronger knee will become evident in May when they have to decide if they're going to pick up his fifth-year option for 2023, which will be worth between 10 and $11 million. An improved Bush certainly would help the Steelers' run defense, which allowed 229 rushing yards to then winless Detroit last season, 198 to Cincinnati, 242 to Minnesota, 201 to Cincinnati, and 249 to Baltimore. So the question is, would the return of a defensive lineman step on to it? That would be a tremendous help as well. He is an enormous man, writes Cook, adding, the Steelers' defense was lost without Tuitt, who missed the entire 21 season because of a knee injury and the aftermath of a family tragedy. His brother, Richard Bartlett III, age 23, was killed in a hit-and-run accident in June and the team supported him through both, paying him his full $9 million salary. Tuitt, a terrific player when healthy and present, would have made a huge difference last season, and he will make a huge difference in 2022 if he's right physically and mentally. The problem is his availability and dependability haven't matched his football ability. In addition to missing all 18 games last season, he played in just 6 of 16 in 2019. He had 11 sacks when he played in 15 games in 2020. Quote, we've been in contact with Stefan, Colbert said. We're very open to continue to help him. We will continue to evaluate that position and his availability to us. We just hope for the best for him as he tries to come back and be a part of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Unquote from Colbert. And we conclude the great analysis from Cook on the upside, which is really on the defensive side of the football for the 2022 team. But we ask this, it all goes back to Colbert. And is he still the guy to build this 2022 Steeler? You know, he had that candid media availability this week. And even Colbert admitted that the game may be passing him by somewhat. He had some eye-opening comments, and he's a 65-year-old personnel guy who's been around for two-plus decades, and he's the one so excited about Mason Rudolph, who he had a first-round grade on, so maybe Colbert is slipping. Here's what Colbert said in that wide-ranging media availability. Quote, we always have to be open to new ways to do things and more current ways to do things, quite honestly. I encourage our younger scouts to push me in that regard. 
but the better solution might be outside the organization. From a professional side, we have to be open to trying to stay ahead of the game, unquote. But before he goes, Colbert will shape one more Steelers team, and he could be leaving a much longer legacy, for better or worse, based on what the team ultimately decides to do at the quarterback position this year. Again, the quotes from Colbert, quote, if I'm not going to be here and I'm going to be helping make the decisions for the 2022 roster, could that be not detrimental, but counterproductive? I guess it could be. But I think that Art Rooney and Mike Tomlin both trust that we're going to do what's best. The three of us will come together and make the best decisions for 2022, whether I'm here or not, unquote. Now, as for who will take over for Colbert when he finally eases back on his GM role after the draft, well, he is having a say on that, too. Colbert is sitting in on the growing list of GM candidate interviews, along with owner Art Rooney II. And here's the update on the GM search from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Quote, Rooney has said Colbert's replacement, first and foremost, has to be a talent evaluator who can put together a draft. To that end, the latest planned interviews are with Philadelphia Eagles Vice President of Player Personnel, Andy Weidel. He's a former Steelers personnel assistant and a Mount Lebanon native. Weidel has put together the past two drafts for the Eagles. Quote, I think Art will be more or less tell me what he thinks would be a good fit, and then I tried to fit him with that criterion or fit the people that I recommend, Colbert said of his role in the interview process for the next GM. Quote, it's always been a football type of role. From an evaluation standpoint, I think that's what he's comfortable with, and I know that's what Coach Tomlin is comfortable with, unquote. Hey, comfort. Hey, it sounds like a good word, but it's a word that often kills the desire and hunger and ability to get better. Discomfort is what brings positive change. So it cannot be a comfort to any Steelers fans that your favorite football team is so damn comfortable with Mason Rudolph as the 2022 starting quarterback. Now, can it? Hey, that's the question that's going to linger all this offseason. And we're going to keep covering it week in and week out on your Steelers Update podcast. So sign up for the podcast wherever you get your audio so you get it fresh every Wednesday afternoon. We're always going to have a hot take coming straight out of the 412 area code. And we're going to bring you the best insight in the podcast and some of the best memes of the week in the Steelers column on Thursday on Pen Live. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real time Steelers news. 